have. Um, okay, so today I thought we'd carry on with some of the info stuff because um, I understand that everybody probably enjoyed that last week. So I thought what we talk about today is the different types of fats because we tend to bunch fat together. Um, and actually, when you hear me talk, you probably heard me talk about good fats and bad fats. Um, so I thought, well, let's just talk a little bit about the different types that help people then make a better choice when it comes to choosing the fats that um, would in fact help reduce inflammation and help you lose weight. Because yes, fat is going to help you lose weight. So before I get started, I'll just do a quick introduction. So my name is Nikki Coyne. It's always my pleasure to be here with you um, in the week. And uh, I've got a background in health, um, but more, I was going to say more recently, in the last 28 years, been in the fitness industry. So I tend to marry those two together, um, which is why I'm so passionate about uh, the company that, uh, that we're all aligned with, which is New Skin. So as I said today, I want to focus on fat. And fat is a huge part of losing weight. And when I talk about losing weight, I'm talking about increasing that lean muscle mass and decreasing the amount of fat we have in our body. Now, I know that sounds sort of counterintuitive. Oh, hold on a minute. If I want to lose fat, surely I don't want to eat fat. But in fact, the reverse is true because our body is a very clever organism. And the way that we have evolved means that if our body feels that we aren't going to be getting any fat in our diet, so if it's aware that all of a sudden you cut right back on fat, then what it does is it holds on to all the fat that's in the body because it's a, it's a famine response. It thinks, well, hold on a minute. I'm not sure when I'm going to get any more of this. So I'm going to go into low power mode, if you like. I'm going to keep hold of this fat and I'm going to burn everything very, very slowly. Um, when actually what we can do is start to um, look at the fat that we're consuming and replace the bad fat with good fat. So our body goes, well, hey, you know, I've just got this lovely supply of good fat um, that is going to fuel my brain and my heart because that's what we need fat for. It's fuel for the brain and heart. And in return, the body then begins to release that um, thick, hard, what we call visceral fat that we hold in our midsection um, and is, that is very damaging to health. So what is a good fat and what is a bad fat? Um, there's no simple answer to that. Obviously, things like your hydrogenated oils and your trans fats um, are, what I would say, a commercially, commercially manufactured. I think we got kicked off. Let me go and try reestablishing.
Muted. You can mute or unmute yourself by pressing star six. Linoleic acid is produced by the animal because the animal is grazing on pastures. Um, It's eating, you know, a little bit of dirt with its grass, maybe a couple of insects, and it's just having a lovely life. Um, So one of the things that happens as a response to that is that as the, um, the animal begins to digest the food, is that it produces something called linoleic acid. And what this does is then it neutralizes the food that it's obviously eaten, but the body then, the body of the animal then stores it. So it stores it in its meat and it stores it, for example, in its milk. So that is why when you go to the supermarkets and you see grass-fed beef or grass-fed milk from cattle, um, or goats, you know, it doesn't have to be just cattle. Um, that's what you're looking for because it has this um, magic ingredient called linoleic acid. Now, linoleic acid has been linked to reduction in cancers, um, helping lower blood pressure, um, also helping reduce inflammation, and it has a couple of other healing properties. So what I would always say is if you can afford it, go for grass-fed meat and dairy products and just eat less of it. So this is what I say to people is, you know, look at the portion sizes of what you are eating. And, okay, you can go to the supermarket for $10. You know, you could buy that amount of whatever it might be, beef. And then you look at the grass-fed and it's half the size and twice the price. Um, people still have that mentality of, well, I get more for my money. I want to go for the better deal and that's more for my money. It is, but it's not better for you. Um, What is better for you is to actually eat less of better quality ingredients. And then, for example, with something like your grass-fed beef, you are getting those healing properties as opposed to factory farmed meat, and I'm not going to go into all of that, where they have been, you know, shot full of antibiotics and steroids and they've been kept in cages so they haven't had any free roaming. That has a negative effect on the meat. Um, So some people are open to it, some people aren't. But just from a fat perspective, that linoleic acid in grass-fed beef has amazing healing properties. Okay, so other terms that you may have heard, are things like saturated fat. So saturated fat um, consists of 50% of our cell membranes in our body. So we've got a huge amount of saturated fat in us, and that's what our cells need to stay nice and healthy. It also plays a really vital role in healthy bones um, because we need it for calcium to be effectively incorporated into the skeleton so another reason why you know you don't want to go for that zero fat or that fat free because we need it to help with our immune system with our bone health with our cellular health and with energy as well so something that an example of a healthy saturated fat would be coconut oil um, now coconut oil when you um, when you see it, it's solid. And that's usually a really good indication 
of a good fat is that it's solid and when we heat it up it melts and the good thing with fat with coconut oil is it can be used at high temperatures without anything um, happening to the structure so it's a great option to use um, some people will um will taste it i've got used to it now but my <laughs> my husband when i do our on the sunday like we have sunday lunch obviously uh when i do our sunday lunch and i do the roast potatoes in it he can taste it and he says please can you not use that coconut oil with my roast potatoes um so sometimes it can leave a little bit of flavor uh but for things like um just frying up broccoli. This is Dorcas going to laugh again. This is me with my vegetables for breakfast. So you can fry, um, very shallow fry, uh, broccoli just to warm it through. And, and that Brussels sprouts, oh, divine, in a little bit of coconut oil to have, you know, like I do with the scrambled eggs, or at any time. And it can give a really lovely flavor to... Uh, oh, I'm just going to have to stop that because that's the wonderful Paige Riffle that's just calling me there. Um, so, yes, it can it can enhance the flavor or um, it may be a little bit overpowering for some people. But it's a good one. Um, cooking with saturated fats. So saturated fats, as I said, are solid at room temperature. Um, they're the most stable of all fats. Um, and for that reason, that's why they're good to cook with. Um, I'm looking at some research I've got here. Monounsaturated fatty acids. So you might hear this. Um, this is, a, and it's, it's um, not hyphenated. It's, uh, the acronym is MUFA. So that stands for monounsaturated fatty, fatty acids. So these are the oils that I was talking about. So things like olives, olive oil, avocado, oh, all of the gorgeous stuff, macadamia nuts, hazelnuts, Brazil nuts, um, even your seeds. So things like pumpkins and sunflower seeds. Again, what these have in them is that they have HDLs, which stands for um, high-density lipoproteins or lipoacids. So what this means is that they are really good for reducing cholesterol. And again, it doesn't make sense, does it? Because you're thinking, well, hold on a minute. I'm eating oil and that's actually going to help reduce my cholesterol. It is because it's the good oil. And what the HDLs will do is they will actually, as you ingest them, they attract the LDL, so that's low-density lipoproteins, lipoacids, towards them so just by making a small change in your lifestyle and replacing your margarines and um you know those different types of fats if you could replace them with the olive oils and that sort of thing then you will actually begin to decrease your cholesterol levels because of that switch to uh, to good oils um just trying to see what else I can say. Extra examples, blah, blah, blah. Because the other thing, and we talked about this last week, is that these oils also have um, vitamin E and K. Um, K is very important for blood clotting. Um, and also those coenzymes Q, Q10s, which are uh, heart health and brain health. 
So all of those monounsaturated oils um, are great. The only thing is to just be aware of the cooking with them. Because they are quite delicate, they're great for lower temperatures, but not for, not for high temperatures. So if you just wanted to, you know, saute something, warm something up, they'd be great. But don't try and fry anything in those, uh, those oils because they become unstable. And that creates, um, that creates a little bit of an imbalance and then that can negatively affect our health. Um, and then, of course, the Omega oils. So those are your fish oils. Hugely beneficial. Um, the only thing to bear in mind with those fish oils, as I'm sure we all know, um, is that obviously they've got amazing health properties with things like um, asthma, heart disease, um, even learning difficulties have been uh, improved with uh, increased amounts of Omega oils, because as I said, the brain uses oil as, uh, as fuel or fat as fuel. Um, the other thing to consider, which I know we're all aware of, is the mercury, so the heavy metal content. So making sure that when you are consuming these oils, that they're coming from a nice clean source um, so that we get all of the good and, uh, and none of the bad. So benefits of these omegas are improved heart health, improvement in arthritis symptoms, improvement in mental health function. Uh, also, there's been indications and studies about reduction in depression and even slight um, recovery with things like Alzheimer's and any of those um, degenerative conditions. Reduced reduction in inflammation and also some skin conditions, so things like eczema and psoriasis. So that's what I wanted to cover today, was just talk a little bit about those, uh, the different types of fat, the different types of oils, um, so that just that small change can honestly impact your health um, and your body's ability to start to release um, that, that unhealthy fat just by changing to these more healthy, uh, more healthy options. So thank you very much for your attention. It's been my pleasure to be here with you. I am going to love you and leave you. As everybody's returning back to work now, it's, um, things are all picking up. I really liked my, um, my lockdown life with my chickens and my pig. <laughs> yes, Dorcas. I have a question. So if you're frying an egg, you shouldn't use olive oil. You should use... Coconut oil. Um, yes, you can. I mean, you can do it. I mean, frying an egg isn't going to be really, really hot, not like frying chips or things like that. Okay. It's a okay. amount of time. It's the, it's, they call it the smoke temperature. Um, so when you fry an egg, okay. I don't think you probably get it to that sort of temperature. Okay, that's good information. Excellent. Okay. All right. Thank okay, you. Everybody. Thank you, Nikki. Thank, thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank Have you. a great yeah. week. Thank, thank you. you. Great too. info. Bye. 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 Goodbye.